Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Coffee. It is Friday, July 5th, and I'm your host, Carter Laren, and I'm joined, as always, by a very tired bad mamma jamma, Carrie Smith. <laughs> good morning, Carter. Hi, guys. Hey, How was your fourth? It was good. We, uh, we started the tradition of reading the Declaration of Independence and Constitution, which was not my daughter's favorite part of the day, but she's tolerated. <laughs> it was fine. It was good. <laughs> and uh, How long did that take you? I think it was about an hour, maybe. It was, like, I, we didn't do it all at once. Uh, that would have been too much. You know, it was like, read the Declaration, eat some hot dogs. You know, read some of the Constitution, go swimming or whatever. You know, it was. Yeah, that. that's so cool. I like that. I like that tradition. It was good. It was good. The Constitution, you know, I'll say it. Boring. A lot of it's boring. Um, you know, the amendments, cool. Most of it pretty boring. But uh, the Declaration, also, also the middle part's kind of boring. But, you know. But a, a, an exciting conclusion? No? <laughs> uh, maybe the beginning is the best. <laughs> and the conclusion, yeah. The conclusion's, conclusion's good. Yeah, they, they uh, you know, pledge their life, property, and honor, and all that stuff. Um, Carrie, how was your 4th of July? It was very busy and tiring and parts of it were very fun. <laughs> so, yeah. By the way, I, can I, this is a message to other, uh, I'm not a libertarian, but libertarian types. I, I get, I get the anti, like, I, I get the not liking the kind of conservative warmonger flag worshiping, don't burn the flag stuff. Like I get your opposition to that. I, I agree with you. You're not going to win. You're not going to like win people over by tweeting "fuck your flag" on Independence Day. <laughs> like, I, I get there's a lot of wrong with this country. I, I'm a small government slash no government person. Uh, this is still the best freaking nation on the planet. It's still founded on better principles than any other nation in history. So there's still some there's still something to honor about this the principles behind this nation being superior. Now I get that we don't follow those principles, but. Were there some libertarians tweeting that? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't, it, it like, I get it. I get that eventually, look, I mean, eventually I would like to live in a society where the culture supports minimal or no government. Right. But that requires a culture of, of people that are rugged individualists who will, and are honorable and who will treat each other well. And like that, that's a long way off. But so I, I get that eventually I don't want cops either eventually. <laughs> but when you say, when you say fuck your flag on independence day, you don't differentiate yourself from Antifa in any way. You're basically the same as Marxists who are like, fuck America. I think maybe a better argument would be, Hey, let's get back to the roots of what America stands for and what it, what it was intended to be, not fuck America. But, you know, that's just my opinion. Some advice, not that libertarians ever want to do anything to make them, to endear them to the population at large. They're the most inept group of people ever. Uh, anyway... <laughs> Well, tell me about you. Before we started, you were telling me about Colin Kaepernick's tweet. 
oh, you know what? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to dwell on on Independence Day stuff too much. But Colin Kaepernick. I'll see. I'll I'll play his tweet for you because um, you can play it. Well, he had a yeah. He had a. I gotta let me look it up here. Okay, Colin. He's Ka- such a douche. I'm 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 just. <laughs> yeah, he's a massive douche. So he he tweeted this little video, but he also in the tweet he wrote the text of this, but. I'll let you listen to it. This is a this is a quote from a speech that Frederick Douglass gave in the eight I think it was 1852 1850s um, prior to the Civil War. As you know, Frederick Douglass, uh, abolitionist, black abolitionist, um, and Colin actually I read so this prompted me to read Frederick Douglass's entire speech, which I'll tell you about in a minute, but. Colin, of course, took like some one sentence and another sentence from like paragraphs later and connected them with an ellipsis to make it sound like it was all one big thing. Uh, but here is here's the video he shared, Carrie. Uh, of it sounds like either James Earl Jones or a James Earl Jones impersonator reading this. What have I or those I represent to do with your national independence? the great principles of political freedom and of natural justice embodied in that Declaration of Independence extended to us. The sunlight that brought life and healing to you has brought stripes and death to me. This 4th of July is yours, not mine. You may rejoice, I must mourn. There's not a nation of the earth guilty of practices more shocking and bloody than are the people of these United States at this very hour. So that's... uh, So let me just guess. Tribute to the fourth. So he's taking something out of context to try and... Uh, justify being today being a miserable SJW is my guess. But go ahead and tell me what the speech is really about. <laughs> well, I mean, why bother? That was a good guess. That's uh, a good <laughs> <laughs> Look, it, here's the thing. So yeah, so Frederick Douglass was invited to speak at an abolitionist church and he, uh, on the 4th of July, and the speech starts with lots of praise and admiration for the Declaration of uh, of Independence and for the founders and all that they did. Um, and he gets to a point in the speech where he says, but you know, you didn't invite me here today to talk about how great the principles of America are and the found- and how great the founders were. And so he says, so then he transitions and and basically his point is the the institution of slavery is runs contrary to the principles codified in the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. And he challenges people to find overt, uh, he, he challenges people to find sentences in the Constitution that support slavery. He argues that the Constitution doesn't, that the principles don't support slavery. And he admonishes the church in America for supporting slavery at the time. And his overall argument is 
yes, all these things that America stands for is great, but America is being hypocritical right now because they, they do this horrible thing called slavery. He, remember, this is prior to Twitter. So people don't always have images of what's going on. So he paints some horrific images of this is what it's like. This is what's going on in parts of the country that you don't know. This is what it's like to be a slave or this is what slave masters are doing. This is, this is what it's like to live as a slave. And he makes, a, it's an awesome speech. I highly recommend it. It's a great, I'll, I'll we'll put a link to it below. But he makes this great speech, but he, he was not saying, screw America generally. He was not saying, um, I don't want to say, he was not Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> he was saying, yeah, the principles upon which America were founded were great. The, the founders should be admired and revered. He argued against the idea that uh, the founders intended to build the U.S. On, as an institution of slavery. Like He argued against that. He doesn't think the Constitution and Declaration were, were uh, codifying slavery. So that wasn't his opinion. He viewed slavery as, like I said, a hypocritical thing that America is doing that doesn't, that runs counter to all the principles America was founded upon. And he was right, obviously. Um, and obviously then he helped to, to abolish slavery. So the idea that, <clears throat> I mean, Colin quoting Frederick Douglass is pretty rich because Frederick Douglass, I, I'm pretty sure would spit on Colin Kaepernick. So, <laughs> I, I don't I mean he's there arguing on behalf excuse me of this horrible atrocity that's happening in this country this this racist atrocity that's happening and saying hey guys uh maybe we should end slavery not just because it's morally repulsive but because it's against everything that our country stands for and our country stands for some great things yeah yeah he and said then Colin Kaepernick yeah and then Colin Kaepernick today is saying Hey guys, I know there's no slavery or anything that I can point to that I want to change in the law or anything policy-wise that I, I have a problem with, but America sucks and everything we stand for sucks. And I'm going to use this speech from someone who was actually arguing against something horrible and helped to end that thing. I'm going to use that to try and justify being a really extremely privileged person in the most wonderful place that you could possibly live today one of the most wonderful places like I'm this guy, the, the gall to right. do that. <laughs> and, and Frederick Douglass was a supporter like of America. Like he starts his speech with all, you know, this is why I get why everyone's celebrating the 4th of July. It makes sense. Yeah. Great things about it. Like he gets it. And I look, if Colin Kaepernick wants to be the modern day Frederick Douglass, which is a tall order, the guy was brilliant. And I mean, you read his speech and it's like, it's, he's brilliant. So I, I don't think you can do it, Colin. But if you want to try, the way to do it is give a speech like his. Make a case for, hey, these are the principles that America stands for. They're honorable principles. Here's how America is being hypocritical in, the, in these ways. And this is how we should change. He's not going to put that much thought into it. Carter, I guarantee you, you, him quoting that out of context inspired you to go and read the whole speech. I guarantee you, I, I am not a betting person, but I would bet 
money, <laughs> some amount of money, that he didn't read that speech at all. He has no, I, I guarantee you he's never sat down and been like, hey, let me read some Frederick Douglass speeches. No, he saw that video somewhere. He saw some quote somewhere and was like, let me retweet that. Yeah, pro- probably, probably. I Yeah, I don't know. But look, dude, you're like, he is a lead, like he's a, I don't say leader, but he's an icon. Like people pay attention to him. If he wants to make a real case on the 4th of July and honor Frederick, Frederick Douglass, try and make a real case. Go ahead. One of the things I, I also liked about Frederick Douglass uh, in his speech was um, he was like, I'm not going to argue that slavery is, I'm not going to argue that slavery is wrong. It's not worth arguing. No reasonable person thinks that uh, Africans aren't people and no reasonable person thinks that people should be enslaved. So I'm not even going to debate that. I'm just going to admonish you for having slaves and for being too cowardly to speak out against it, which is like, I think, a, a great, strong position. It's the right position to have. And he, you know, basically calls. Um, and he was doing it at a church, right? Yeah. And, and he was obviously, he said, look, the church generally, he really didn't like the church. He was not the church he was in, but the church in America at the time generally. And he made a strong case for um, the continuation of slavery being the church's fault. And he pointed out that, for example, the church in England, when there was abolitionist movement in, in England, the church embraced it and, and, and recognized that it was contrary to biblical teachings and the abolitionist movement, um, it helped, right? And he said in, in the U.S., what was happening is, with the exception of a few churches, but generally the church in the U.S., uh, he admonished them because he said not only are they kind of on the side, they're not just on the sidelines, not taking a stance, but they're actively supporting slavery, going out and telling people, you know, God wants you to return slaves to their <laughs> their masters when they've escaped. And, and he says that crime is made even more egregious by the fact that in the U.S., if the church turned against slavery, slavery wouldn't last for an hour. Right. He was like, it would, you, the, the church had so much power in the U S that all they had to do was turn against slavery and it would be over. Um, but they, but they it didn't. sounds like there are some modern uh, th- takeaway points there too about, about it does the remind me of the social justice takeover. Yes. Churches. Yes. Hey, guess what? The church, the church, <laughs> dear, the church, <laughs> you uh, like stand up for what you believe in. Don't be such cowards. And actually, Carrie, he said something that uh, that you've mentioned. He he also admonished the church for putting man's law above God's law. Exactly. Uh, he said, look, you know, and he was specifically railing against the fugitive slave law. I don't you know if you remember at the time, but in I think it was the early 1850s or late 1840s, the fugitive slave law was passed, which basically meant you uh, you had to uh, if a, if a slave escaped, you had to. Uh, turn them back. You couldn't harbor a slave, an escaped slave. So it's a horrible law. And he was railing against that, but the church had been saying, no, you have to obey the law, be a good Christian and obey the law. And his point was, no, no, no. God's law is above man's law. You can't, you don't have to, you shouldn't obey that law. It's a, it's a horrible law. And, you know, and he, he went so far as to say, you know, bring on atheism, bring on anything, anything that's, that doesn't support slavery is better than this church. 
anything that has moral conviction and stands by what they claim to believe. That's almost like um, uh, Cernovich, when Cernovich was talking about how, hey, bring on Islam because at least they stand by their conviction. If we're going to have, he was trying to make a point of like, what, what are the Christians in the U.S. standing for right now? Right. And and I, that's very interesting to me. I want to go read that speech now. You I should. Have- it really reminds me of the social justice takeover of the church in, in the U.S. And and social justice is basically the same as as slavery ideology. So I believe that. So I have something I want to say about Colin Kaepernick before we move on to anything else. Sure. Um, you were just making me think about this. You said if he wanted to make some type of point or make an argument and relate it back to the fourth, you know, take the time, make the speech, talk about how it relates to the founding principles. He doesn't want to make a point. That's the thing. This is my belief. They don't want to make a point. I, I look at what he does in the world and I see a net negative and he is not helping. And, and this may be hard for leftists to hear because they think, Oh, this is what he's doing is good. And this is all. No, he is pushing us further apart, not just him, but people who, push this whole racial division thing that he's doing. There's no end goal there. What is his end goal by posting something saying that whole little video out of context quotes, his whole point there was to say, I'm going to shit on the 4th of July and the country that I live in. And I feel justified doing so with these out of context quotes. And there's nothing, he's not putting any plan of, of, of action forward. He's not saying let's work towards X, Y, Z. He's just taking a crap on the country. And he's also uh, putting a foot in the sand and saying like, we, I'm going to be on this side and this is, I'm going to, push these racial divisions. So this is why one of the first things I started to change my mind on, I I know this is a bit of a rant, but I didn't, I didn't understand the taking the knee thing at first, or I did. I felt like, Oh, that's a good thing. And then I started, I didn't understand why people on the right were so viscerally opposed to it, but I do now because there's a couple different reasons. Number one, like the biggest reason is that it's based on false statistics anyway. Like his entire premise is wrong for taking the knee, for not standing, right. um, which nobody seems to care about that anymore, that this is all built based on a, on, on a lie. But number two, he doesn't, he never offers any uh, actionable end goal, any measurable end goal. He's not like, hey, I'll stop taking a knee once X, Y, Z happens. Like, what are you working towards, Colin? You've never told us. So there's, there's, th- this is just a symbolic you, you know, showing what a, what a, this is your, your way to uh, signal how virtuous and moral you are to everyone. There's no, there's no end goal there in sight. Um, and then number three, you're crapping all over the one, the one thing we are so divided. We are a nation of, you know, many different uh, beliefs, religions, ethnicities, you know, multiple marginalized identities, as the SJWs like to say. Um, the one thing that brings us together is that we're Americans and we have certain symbols. We have the flag. We have these things that have meaning beyond just, it's a physical thing, a flag, it's a physical item, but it's more than that because of the meaning that we imbue upon it, right? Like that we give it. So he's crapping all over the one thing that's supposed to make us one tribe, right? Like we're a lot of tribes within one. That to me, it's, it's, unforgivable. I, that's why taking the knee, I am adamantly opposed to it now. I found myself actually at a civility dinner with a conservative who was arguing on behalf of him taking the knee. And then I being the liberal was arguing against it, (laughs) 
but I'm totally against it. I don't see any positive that's ever going to come from it. Well, I mean, I think there's a nuance to that debate, right? Should he be allowed to take a knee? Yes. Yes, of course. No. Uh, yes, yes. Should he be allowed? Yes, but should he? No. I'm sorry. I talked over you, so I want to make sure people heard that. Should he be allowed? Yes. Right. But should he? No. But so like you're saying, I think if you look at the left generally, with the exception of a few, I'll say more like mainstream, like politics policies where they'll, you know, they say very specifically, we want universal health care or we want free college, all horrible ideas, but at least there's like, they're saying what they want. The social justice left is generally never building anything. There's never any, it's not even just a, uh, I'm not saying I'll stop doing this whenever. They don't even paint a vision of the world they want. They just don't want this world. They just tear down it's like antifa antifa doesn't say this is what we want they just say you can't have that so we're going to smash it and that's all the social justice if you watch that's all the social justice left does they don't even even everything from from your the white guilt classes right they don't say this is how races will be equal and this is what we want no we just want to smash what you have the uh equal pay they're not about actual equal pay. There's never going to be an end to that. They just, they don't want, they don't want things the way they are. They just want to smash what's here. And when you, when you do this, when Colin tweets like this, or, or even when he, maybe less so when he took a knee, because at least he, he tied it to a specific cause. But when you do this and you don't articulate what it is you're opposing about America, then it's, it can be interpreted as, and I think it is interpreted by a lot of people as opposing the principles behind America. And it's, it's one thing to say, hey, I like the principles behind America, but we fail in the modern day, we fail for X, Y, and Z reasons. And I'm criticizing these policies or these things we're doing. I mean, I criticize most of what the country does, but it's because they're not, it's, it's I think most of what we do right now is against the founding uh, principles of the country. That's why I criticize them. Um, and if, if you wanna if you wanna criticize like that, you have to draw that distinction. Otherwise, you're just criticizing the principles because what makes America unique is the principles of its founding, not necessarily the implementation. Maybe today we're not much different than a lot of other countries, but in principle we are. In principle we are. We're just not following those principles. And when you don't distinguish then I, people rightfully, I think, get, get upset by it. And, and it looks like you're attacking the principles and you shouldn't be. And I think he is attacking the principles. I think they don't distinguish because they are attacking the principles. They want Marxism. They want destruction. They're nihilists. They are actually attacking the principles. And that's the distinction between Frederick Douglass and Colin Kaepernick. Frederick Douglass was not attacking the principles upon which America was founded. He was attacking the implementation of those principles. Yes. Kaepernick is attacking the principles upon which America was founded. Yes. Or he's just too sloppy to make it clear that he's not. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that was really well stated, so. But we should, we should end it then. Okay. Bring it home, Carter. <laughs> Preach. Oh, I'm supposed to bring it home. <laughs> it's been a it's been a long week for me, Carrie. I know it's been a long week for you as well. Yes. Uh, I will bring it home by saying thank you for watching.
enjoy your weekend. I know a lot of people are still off today because uh, it's the, the fifth, but enjoy your weekend. Please hit the subscribe button. And, oh, I, a lot of people probably missed the deprogrammed yesterday, <laughs> including Carrie. Uh, I had hey. a discussion. <laughs> I had a good discussion yesterday with uh, Keith, Keith Bissett from the Convention of States Project and going over actually a little bit of the history of the founding of the U.S. And I know, you know, people were out partying yesterday because it was the fourth. But if you get a chance this weekend, check it out. I think there was uh, some really interesting info in there and I enjoyed it. It was a great discussion. So with that, please subscribe. Go to Subscribestar and support us. The more you support us, the more likely it is that Carrie will not miss deprogrammed episodes. Right. I only have to miss deprogrammed to make money, guys. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you guys very much for tuning in. I hope you have a good weekend. And please share yeah. with your friends. And thank you for all the support that, yes. that we have. So. Yes. Bye, Carter. <laughs>